Welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. This week we rejoin the adventures of Kirby on the road to getting 100% in Forgotten Land and Star Allies. With really cool bonuses hidden behind devastatingly difficult arena modes, is our hero truly up to the task? Let's find out. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Hot Mountain Dew is a thing. I forgot you bought. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was yesterday. I totally forgot. It about was yesterday. That. You told me about it. Uh, you found it. It it most certainly is a thing. I will say this: it is absolutely delicious. Kind of reminds me of a game fuel, like the old Red Game Fuel, the original one that came out with like Halo Three. It tastes very good. However, it does leave like your throat feeling kind of like that spice to it and i'm not a huge fan of like how it feels to consume this cold mm-hmm. soft drink <laughs> i mean it's it's such a weird concept in general think about it hot cheeto mountain dew they make they make hot cheetos of a lot of things but i never expected a soda because if, if you <laughs> if you if, if you ever had like <laughs> hot chips in a in a in a you know in a soda it, it just has a uh, hey, 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 Green Badoof, Robert is talking to me here. You're here for news. Let us handle the intro. This is our domain. Right, Robert? I mean, it's kinda, that's kind of rude, man. I, f- I feel disrespected. Oh, no, I- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll keep my mouth shut till news. Continue, continue. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Bad, com- I don't know. Uh, lost train of thought. Bad combination. Uh, didn't expect that to happen. But wasn't there another weird, flaming hot combo or a Mountain Dew? I don't know. It was. They, they just make weird flavors. Which, granted, like you've said, it, it, it's it's sort of it's bad all around. Not because like if it's a bad flavor, because if it's a really good flavor, they discontinue it and then it's gone. And it's just like why it was such a good flavor. Sometimes they do that, and then sometimes they discontinue the actual bad flavors like Supernova, which I don't like a strawberry kiwi anything, so a strawberry mm-hmm. kiwi Mountain Dew was like one of the few I didn't like. Gingerbread one, I honestly didn't like it, even though I love the taste of gingerbread. This I like, but I don't like the feel. The like, this feel, is yeah. a delicious soda, Like, and I don't say that much, but like I don't like the actual like heat that is in my mouth after mm-hmm. <laughs> i drink the soda otherwise the flavor is like it's basically game fuel it's what i'm tasting i could i could completely be wrong on that but i'm gonna have to give it a shot one of these days speaking of things that i tried before we get to our video game podcast here i uh went to a a respectable fast food establishment last week mm-hmm. it's something that's kind of everywhere, and uh, a restaurant by any other name would be located on the opposite coast, but still say, sell the same foods, like a Pokemon game. This restaurant is the Pokemon of restaurants. And um, I got a, a burger from there, a brand new burger that they have going on, and I, I, 
I had ordered it a specific way. And when I opened it at home, I opened it and there was <clears throat> some tomato on it. Oh, yeah, e- no tomato. Even though I had ordered it without tomato. Now, I went back today before we recorded to get another one. And I opened it up. No tomato. I was like, okay. And then I, I put it on a plate because I, I eat on my computer to do some last-minute news searches for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, I would, like, before I took a bite, I, I took a little piece of lettuce that was sticking off the side to, like, pull it off. And what do I see completely hidden from you, Robert? Uh, a giant slab of tomato. tomato. Man, I, I don't I don't really like want to get into that. I've had that experience <laughs> multiple times where it's such a simple request. Most of the time I say it's it's done properly. I'm not gonna go back, make a scene. If there's like cause I do the same thing. If I see it, I just take it off. I know some people they don't like that, but I'm just I'm just gonna take it off. It's just annoying. Oh, for sure. But I, I'm not mad at the person. I like tomato sauce and I like ketchup. It's just tomato. It sets me off. It's a <laughs> just texture. tomato. I don't like the I'm texture. not even mad at the person. Like I'm not gonna get mad at somebody for having the wrong topping on an order. Like I've never gotten mad about that thing. But it's just like the, me looking at the tomato is like oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I've I've gotten the wrong complete order and I'm still just like whatever. I, I'm telling I, you, I, I have to. And it was still good when I got the wrong order. I like how I had, I went to get some spicy nuggets. They didn't give me the spicy nuggets. And I was like, I'm already home. I'm not driving back. I'm not going. I'm like, I'm not going to go back. Whatever. Went back a different day. Got it. Make sure it was the spicy nuggets. They were the spicy nuggets. Went back. My stomach hurt for the rest of the day. It was not. Oh, they made your stomach hurt? It was the day we went to go watch Sonic. Oh, seriously? Was it afterwards? Yeah. It was right after my stomach. I, I oh, felt okay. weird. I didn't feel too bad. But then that night, I woke up at like twelve. Woke up an hour later, and my stomach was in pain. That's what I would worry the spicy nuggets would do to me, but they haven't. Cause like other things will make me feel nauseous. Other mm-hmm. spicy things. I was kind of worried about the flaming hot Mountain Dew, to be honest. <laughs> On top yeah. of every other, like, spicy thing I had yesterday, like Pringles, scorching sour cream, and onion chips that I've been looking for since last July that kind of miraculously just appeared. <laughs> Another burger place, they had this new a chicken honey burger. It had, like, it had like fried pickles on, on it, and it was it was real good. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm like, I want to go back and get it. It was real good. I wonder good. if we're thinking about the same place here. Because I had uh, a hot honey burger at the same place i got this particular you know carl's jr <laughs> no this this okay. was a uh, wendy's I oh had, they, man they i haven't been a, to wendy's a, in a long yeah, time a honey chicken uh, burger and that's it had and i, I saw that it has like it has like fried pickles on it It was real good i will that say sounds good it was scrum doodly umptious Ooh, to quote my man willy wonka scrum diddly umptious well all this, I, I'm, I'm gearing up to say this. Food talk. Oh, I've been real bad. <laughs> I, I, I got a Robert confession. I've been real bad. Uh, I bought oh, it's two, my favorite segment of this podcast. I, I bought two big. I bought two big bag. Uh, two bags of of the uh, Reese's uh, the, white chocolate. <laughs> the white chocolate eggs. eggs? I, I killed Were, an they entire on sale bag. now that Easter has passed or something. 
I, I killed an entire bag by myself. Oh. In like two days. It wasn't even like a week. It was like in the span of like less than like in 24 hours. Man, we got this Hershey's pound cake for for Easter dessert. And uh-huh. we still have some. It's so good. It's so oh, good. Man. I felt but, so but, bad. But that I, was is like, <laughs> I was like, I ate the whole bag. It's so good, though. I love them. Hey, man. If you love it, you love it. And you know what I don't love? Tomato. So no, no tomatoes on anything at Meals on the Map stores. No tomatoes. That's a, that's a, I just don't like that texture, man. I just don't. Yeah, it's the texture. I like a tomato it's, sauce, yeah. like I said. Like I said, tomato, a tomato sauce, ketchup. Ketchup is fine. It's just the texture. I just don't like that like mushy like texture. Eek. Can we talk about video games instead? Here on Markers on the Map, the weekly <laughs> podcast gaming adventure. Yeah, I guess we could do that. Alrighty, alrighty. As usual, listeners, my name is Daniel, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Robert. And I'm going to ask you the same question I ask you every week, Robert. Do you like tomatoes? Nah. Not on my, okay. not on my burgers or sandwiches. And the follow-up. The follow-up. How are you? Uh, same. Everything pretty much the same. Nothing really changed or different. Alright, pretty good. No complaints on my end. How about you? I've been pretty samey, too. Just uh, playing a few less things, but more of things, but also kind of catching up on podcasts because I'm done with most of my narrative-based games right now. I think the only thing I have to actively listen to while I play it is Lego Star Wars. Well, where to start this week? We don't have a lot of, like, groundbreaking news this week, but we have a lot of more, like, happy, fun type of news. So how about... I saved some kind of rant-type things. Mm, let's start with a good one. Big right. Snacks. It's getting some DLC, oh. the Island of Big Snacks. I re- yeah, I remember this. It was announced, yeah. what, the beginning of the year? The beginning sort of, of towards, the year, I think. Yeah, beginning of the year. Sort of towards, I mean, it was probably the beginning of the year. I think it was while we were still taking a, a small hiatus uh, on the show that it got mm-hmm. announced. But... It's coming out at the end of the month, and they're actually going to be releasing Bug Snacks on Switch and Xbox as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of coming to everything. So now it's 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 no longer a Sony exclusive thing. They're they're putting on everything, so more people get to experience that colorful world. I never I never expected it to stay that long as a PlayStation exclusive. I, I always thought it was gonna be like a time exclusive. I never expected it to yeah. be like a hundred percent. But it's surprising, honestly, how well the game actually was and how i genuinely liked it i never got around to plat it to plat it but i actually uh, everything about it was pretty much you know it was a really good time at least at the perfect time right when we didn't have that much on the ps5 but we had something like off the wall that we've never really had before like a like a pokemon but also narrative like animal food thing Mm-hmm. You can't say there's a game like Bugsnax. No, there's similar Pokemon, I guess, like any snapping game, take photos of, of any type yeah. of creatures or anything like that. So this new update is going to have, you know, new methods of catching Bugsnax, new ones to catch. There's going to be, like, customizable houses in the main campaign. They're going to add hats for everything. So it looks like they're just adding mm. more things that, like... They didn't need to add, but I'm glad they did. Like those fun little bonus things that that developers, by all means, don't have to put in their game. But it's really cool that they do. Like now you can put a little hat on your bunger or whatever. You know, everybody knows bunger's the best bunger snack. 
I mean, Picantus was pretty. F- I mean, no oh, Picantus pun, pun is cool. Was no, he was pretty fire. No pun intended, but Picantus was fire. Ouch! <laughs> what? That burnt. That really burnt. Oh no! <laughs> Ouch! So we have to follow up every happy good news story with the bad one, right? Or at least one that we kind of like saw coming from a mile away. Probably called it. CD Projekt Red is back in the news. Witcher 3 Next Gen Edition has been delayed. Oh boy, who would have thought? Oh, I mean, I would would not have bet that this was going to face a delay. It doesn't sound like a bad delay, per se, Uh, but this is getting delayed. I, it's just like, it's just at this point, CD Projekt delays their company, man. It's not even CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt will delay it later. It's unless, like I said, companies need to practice that unless they're guaranteed, like we'll, we'll probably release this within the next month and it's announced, they should not announce it. They should not announce anything until they are very confident that we can release this within the next couple months. Uh, 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 one time, maybe next year delay is okay, but... It's just when a company continuously does it, even if it's, let's say this delays, just this is it, it releases pretty soon. The 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 idea that oh here we go again, they're delaying another something else, and it's just like I mean they got Cyberpunk or, DLC that they're working exactly. on. Exactly. Who knows when that'll come out? I mean, it's sort of it's at this point, it's I rather just say they won't make any DLC for for Cyberpunk than just to be like oh they're making it but then it, it comes out like three years from now I don't know it's just like companies just gotta practice the the idea of are we confident this can release within a couple months you know a, a six month you know four month window yeah and look this is nothing against it. CD Projekt Red they are a great developer and they make really good games I know as a player of The Witcher Three like this is a great game and I'm looking forward to the next gen edition but like at some point slow down is what i'm saying like relax cd project red your game will sell it's it's like i said if imagine if we said every idea that we've ever came up with on this episode there would be a ton of things i would never have even seen the light of day it's like you just gotta if you know you're gonna do it and you're gonna commit to it like yeah we're gonna we're gonna do it this time then just announce it and, and all that but I don't know. Like it's just every. It's not this, It's just every company needs to practice that a, a lot. Where yeah. they just like, unless it's coming go the, the next Nintendo. Couple, you know, ninety percent of the time route where they they won't announce it until it's ready, and, yeah. and the other ten percent is Metroid Prime Four and Breath of the Wild Two, which we bring up. <laughs> it seems like we bring those, those things are the up only as ones an example really, every yeah. week. But every week, some thing is getting delayed. Exactly. But I, I could be misremembering the article, but I believe CD Projekt is taking Witcher 3 in to finish internally, which might slow down other things, mm-hmm. question mark. I'm not really sure. But oh another week, another delay. I'm starting to get jaded to the delays. Yeah. I don't think it's phased me in a while, but now I'm like, do I need to bring it up in news every week or just make it a passing comment? <laughs> it's just, It's just like... Man, it's, I don't know. It's just like I said, every company needs to practice not to announce something and just yeah, keep it keep it internal until it's for sure going to be a thing. Hey, not to talk about Rockstar, and we don't have to, but imagine if they decide to not announce Grand Theft Auto Six until it's ready, and then like no, it's like a Guardians moment. Like, of course that probably won't happen. It'll probably get announced years ahead of time. But hey, we can theorize. <laughs> I, it's just like. I don't know. It, it, another thing too is just like 
it's just there's a difference between building up hype for the game and, and making people wait and be anti- and just kind of like the hype imagine. will deflate after yeah, a while. After a while, Kingdom Hearts Four, like that, better come out in the next couple years because that hype exactly. is going to deflate. But exactly, that's old news. Kingdom Hearts Four, and I hate Kingdom Hearts Three, so I don't even know if I'm going to get that game. Anyway, I have been working on something for a couple months now on on pokemon sword and shield Mm -hmm. they have been distributing the shiny galarian articuno moltres and zapdos through online tournament events and Mm -hmm. i was thinking the other day i'm like this is a road only the pokemon company could have paved where they don't add they don't think they've advertised it on their twitter anything so i had to learn about this from like serebi um Mm -hmm. and (laughs) you have to log on you have to register within a certain time log on in a three-day period, have three battles on the online tournaments where people are using EV-trained, you know, teams and everything just to get these shiny giveaways that, like, aren't heavily advertised. And I've been thinking about Pokemon a lot and, like, the mm-hmm. steps forward and the steps back. And it just... I've I've had to th- have this on my mind for two months. And it just seems so out of touch, I guess, to, like, have... Like, imagine if someone wanted the shiny birds they have no idea how competitive works like me or ev training or any of that stuff you have to log in you have to be humiliated three times by online people just to get your you know some shiny pokemon and it got me like i just didn't like the the way that that planned out but mm-hmm. what i'm getting to is that we are five months into pokemon diamond and pearl for switch and the pokemon home functionality still hasn't been released I cannot transfer my Pokemon from that game yet. We are five oh, months in. They said it was coming in 2022. I feel like it's it's probably not as easy as turning on a Switch, but it just seems like it's easy as turning on a Switch to me. Just let me transfer the Pokemon I've gotten over? My shiny Badoof? My shiny Piplup? It's like, I feel like there's a bunch of stuff that's being announced not it, it seems like it won't take that long to get into like like just anything just like kind of simple and it's just sort of like why is it taking so long and I'm, I'm not talking about like dlc i'm just talking about a simple like battlefield 2042 didn't have like a scoreboard oh yeah like, what gives they they barely i believe barely barely put it in and it's not even like crazy it's just like the most simple so it's like what's what's up with even simple things just taking a while to to, you know to be put in yes and like that's something that's like i pay for pokemon home i pay a yearly fee for it and i can still only use it with shield and like pokemon let's go so (laughs) it's like what are you doing pokemon company and i don't know why that made me think that babylon's fall that game Mm -hmm. babylon's fall has like eight concurrent players on steam eight that game just came out there's eight oh. people playing it on Steam. But that's... Oh, mm. but, but can I can I cut it here, gentlemen? Gentlemen, can I cut it here? Mm-hmm. Sure. Go ahead. So, I hear you complaining about Pokemon Home not being active in uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. But let me talk about one of my favorite games, oh boy. No Man's Sky, baby. It's got in its second, second, mind you, giant patch update of the year. <laughs> it's only April, gentlemen. It got one in February, got one in April. All before they activated Pokemon Home for Diamond and Pro. Can I tell you guys about the new No Man's Sky Outlaws update? Little, little brief overview for you. 
you're already talking, so... I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything. Just, you know, you're already speaking, so don't do it. Alright, alright, let's get right into it. Solar ships, new starship class. There's, they're adding new ships to Nomad Sky after there hasn't been any for a few years. Uh, you could do, like, smuggling to take items, because this is the Outlaws update. Obviously, you're going to do Outlaw stuff. Uh, space combat has been improved. Graphics and explosions have been improved. Um, you can have a fleet now. Like, you, you can have wingmen come to your aid during, you know, space battles and all that. There's in-atmosphere combat. There's more cargo holds on your ship, so you can take around a bunch of items. You know me and my No Man's Sky. I love to carry around a bunch of items just in case I need to make a little extra scratch on the side. Uh, you can have squadrons with you, like I said. It looks like a whole bunch of updates to the up look the the patch notes are massive as with every patch no mask guy pages and pages just scroll down for a minute you're still seeing new stuff and, and this is the 19th update for the game and they've all been free so i don't know why you, you you're waiting around on pokemon home and not joining your boy green badoof of no man's sky why haven't i joined green badoof on no man's sky this game has everything Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, Metroid Prime, 4, it's got it all. I mean, not to really put, you know, the Bidoof down, but I hear, eh, I don't know, he's kind of, kind of a, I know, maybe to say he likes to control what goes around, so you can't really do much if you kind of get my drift. I'm too busy not hearing you over completing my challenges on Super Street Fighter 4 for the 3DS. And do you ever wonder where he got that 3DS from? I didn't give him a 3DS. I don't know. Can, can he even apply to a job? Can, yeah. can he even... I'm sure I told you guys I got the 3DS from Pop Red. You might want to... You might want to tell us that ahead of time, Green Badoof. It ain't a thing. It ain't a thing. Can I go now? I want to go download the update and play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro. What? I'm looking at PS5 games. Back for Blood is 15 bucks. <laughs> PS5 version. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, talk about a. Uh, gentlemen. Uh, that's the PS5 gentlemen. Version. Can I go? I told uh, my news yeah. story. Can I leave? Yeah, uh, we're not. Holding you against your will, you can leave whenever you want. Later, later, Green Badoof. So, I mean, what's got what's gotten up to him lately? I mean, Pop Red, he's he's before my time. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know how he is. He's but... a has been villain that thinks he's the coolest. Got a new armor a while back, but I mean, he, we don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, hopefully, there's nothing to worry about. I'm more worried about Pop Alien. Anyway, on with the news. Shin Megami Tensei Five is in the news. I've played that game. I thought it was really good. I think we talked about it sometime back in November, maybe mm -hmm. early December. Um, it is officially the highest-selling Shin Megami Tensei mainline series game of all time at 1 million units. Now, we always talk about units, it being games being sold in the millions and millions of units. For mainline SMT to be at 1 million, that is actually incredible because I think Shin Megami Tensei 4 sold a little over half a million. So this is a really niche game. It's like Persona is the one that makes it for a broader audience. But I'm just so happy to see this making this kind of, you know, 
moving this many units because one it gives me hope for a Shin Megami Tensei 6 sooner than later and it makes me hopeful for Soul Hackers 2 which is the RPG I'm most looking forward to this year to also do good numbers and it feels like we're kind of finally moving something niche into the mainstream here and i mean what better system to do it with than the switch true i mean yeah sure i never i will confess i never realized that the shimigami tensei persona were the same thing well that one's a it's, spin-off it's and shimigami they tensei yeah. like it's yeah it's like shimigami tensei persona but then persona the persona dropped the shimigami tensei mm-hmm. part of it but still all one i never knew that yeah um i was, I was surprised that, that was the thing but like persona being the more colorful like there are visual novel elements to it that it's it's the broader more, appeal yeah it's definitely a much broader appeal compared to shimigami and tensei. smt proper is usually darker with a like a metal or a rock soundtrack and it's usually got a more complicated set of rules to the gameplay but persona has recently like with five especially they've taken a lot from smt and really made it accessible so like persona is probably helping shin megami tensei now like get more popular (laughs) no definitely i even man what if do you think they'll ever drop persona 6 do i think think so yeah but do i think kingdom hearts 4 will come out first probably (laughs) i was thinking that's like man actually five's been out for a while now so it's just like things i mean we've been waiting for an announcement for the persona 25th anniversary thing that there's that is currently going on about a p6 but we're kind of just getting other things that aren't persona 6 so and hey when persona 6 finally gets announced for ps7 well, I'm sure we'll have to wait till the end of the gen to, to play. PS7. <laughs> PS7, man. Oh, I'm just saying, when Persona 6 gets announced, the color has to be green. We've had blue, we've had yellow, and we've had red. It's got to be green. What, what would you think they'll call the next Xbox system if they release one? Xbox Series Next. Xbox Series... Xbox One 2. <laughs> Testing One 2. Xbox testing one two xbox one two and i realized i can say come on sega when i'm talking about persona because sega owns atlas so come on sega anyway teenage mutant ninja turtles the cowabunga collection that is a game that is coming out later this year they announced a 150 dollar collector's edition that comes with uh, a huge cloth poster a diorama acrylic set some enamel pins, some trading cards, and a 180-page art book, all in a box that I believe was drawn by Eastman, um, original creator of TMNT. I really want this, but, like, I don't think 150 is a great price for what you're getting. I'm thinking this could be, like, no. an $80 thing. Yeah, honestly, most of those, like, I'll say this, most of those, like, collectors, whatever you want to call them, boxes, sets, they're never really worth it. I mean, honestly, I could understand the if there was some statues in, in here, 150 would be a great price, but there's acrylic stat stands. It's not a statue or anything, and they're 150 I feel like this might go down. <laughs> even, even then, I'm just like, eh, about it. I, they're never really worth it for me. No, no, no. I haven't bought a collector's edition in a long time. I remember I did, like, the special one for uncharted 4 i think there was one that came with an art book it it wasn't the statue one or anything i i would not pay Mm -hmm. that much for that but i've never bought any of the huge ones i didn't even get the persona 5 collector's edition and that's my favorite game ever (laughs) i just got the regular steelbook so 
I do want this art book, though. It, it's, like, a whole chapter dedicated to each of the 13 games, but, like, the fact that this is 150 when the base game is, like, 40 and you're not exactly getting that much here is kind of, like, upsetting. That just got announced yeah. today, like, right before we recorded, too. I really don't care for big old box sets. It's just a lot of space, but it's not even worth, like... I'm telling you, man. Some, sometimes you see them and they they drop in price yeah. pretty quick. I, I have a feeling that this won't sell out at 150. <laughs> no, man. Like this this reminds me of limited run. Except limited run stuff comes with like like for Force Unleashed, they're doing a brand new hardcover strategy guide for the Switch slash Wii version of Force Unleashed. For it now, I wouldn't buy the giant set like that, but I think that is really kind of cool. So like sometimes the stuff inside is cool. But the price never seems to match up with what... Mm-hmm. Like, I get that it's premium items, but at the same time, if this was $150, there should be some set of four statues. I, I don't know. I remember the SpongeBob one that they did. Oh, no, no. It, it was The SpongeBob one had a statue, but then Darksiders Genesis had one that had, like, four statues in it, but it was, oh. like, 400 something dollars. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> no, yeah. A lot of, like I said, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not into the whole, like, deluxe sets. Yeah. Uh, so they're interesting, but my, my, like my thing is that they drop in price they do, they do fairly drop. often. Put it this so way, you can I'm find not one even much good. into steelbooks for my games. I am usually want the cases to all be, like, the same on the shelf. The exception I made was P5 and P5 Royal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I usually just, like, like, my Switch games... I like them all in the the regular case. So I was happy when they didn't send me the Shin Megami Tensei 5 steelbook. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, two last little things we got here on the list. No More Heroes 3, another formerly exclusive to one console game, is also coming to, like, everything else with a brand new physical edition. We talked about that game around September, October last year, I believe. Um, We've still not gotten into spoilers for that, so one day... Um, but our thoughts on that, I, I, I remember I was pretty positive on the game. So there's that. And then last bit of news we got is that apparently a Streets of Rage film is in the works with the creator of John Wick doing the script. We've seen Wait, Sega have good... This was announced today. We've seen Sega have oh. some good movies, but Streets of Rage? Oh, Lord. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage? Ooh. I mean, if you look at the Streets of Rage, I, what was it? No, Final Fight. Final Fight. Because they're sort of the same thing. But fi- I remember Final Fight, I think, was going to be sued when it first initially released. Because the story's, the story's so 80. Think about it. Guy has his girlfriend kidnapped or whatever. And they have to rescue or avenge like a, a fallen master. So like they just go around beating up a bunch of people in the city. We're full of thugs and stuff like that. It's very common story is nothing it's the setup so for a street level work. brawler type film yeah it honestly could work it could work come on axel blaze skate the kangaroo the kangaroo i want the kangaroo so hear me out i guess they're making a little streets of rage film here but what about a peacekeepers film the peacekeepers, <laughs> peacekeepers. featuring al legendary hero from the peacekeepers famed game which has a mode where you can edit the color values of anything in the game including the enemies the peacekeepers snes classic starring al from the peacekeepers 
uh, who will play Al? Um, Chris Red from Saturday Night Live. Oh, those this Michael J. White. Michael J. White? Hey, I could see that too. Oh my god, that's pretty good. Oh, Al. So where's our Peacekeepers yeah, film, Nintendo? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think Nintendo would make a piece. I don't, actually, no, they're making the Mario movie. I was saying, I don't think they would make a movie. Illumination, scrap the, the Mario, Mario movie, movie. bring in the Peacekeepers. <laughs> We'll have a minion. Oh, we'll have funny. a minion peacekeeper instead of a minion Mario. I, I I thought you were saying that in the sense of like they scrapped it for real, but then you made the no, choice no. To make a there, it's it's coming. We just don't know anything else about it. Make Chris Pratt the other one because he wasn't a voice. Mario. I saw Chris Pratt in a Thor Love and Thunder trailer this morning. <laughs> Yeah, uh, teaser. Tra- I don't. They call them teasers, but they're, I mean they're that trailer, seemed like man. a trailer to me. Yeah. It was a trailer to me. Yeah. So, Streets of Rage film, in all honesty, like, that sounds really cool. Um, we're big Streets of Rage fans here, so I, th- I think that's right up our alley. And if it works, like, Sonic worked. If they lean into it, it being work. a video game adaptation and not, like, a super serious Streets of Rage, like, like, this could work. Yeah, I, c- I could see it work. So, with news coming to a close for the week, we have to look at some clothes for the week. In a segment we do called Pokemon Drip. This week we are looking at the protagonists of Pokemon X and Y, the first Pokemon games that released on the 3DS. We are looking at Kalem and Serena. So, Kalem, I I am a fan of the hat on Kalem. However, something about the way his hair and the way he has his collar pulled up, like, it's very drip, but mm. I, something about it just I don't like. Something I there's just something that I can't put my finger on. I don't know if it's the sunglasses on top of the hat. It's, no. It's that, honestly, for me, it's it's the haircut. The haircut. It might be his haircut. Not, I'm not going with it. It's also it's it's a it's a lot of things for me. It's it's is is the definitely the turtleneck like collar. There's a way to make that work, that. but I don't think it works with it's Caleb. Shoulders below is fine. It's honestly a fine outfit, but. Anything neck up is all bad. It's the the turtleneck collar. The the it's not the glasses. It's that in the fact it's a red hat and there's not an ounce of other red on him. It's literally just the hat. Yeah. It's the G four hat. In in contrast, Serena, very cool design. I still don't know how I feel about her hat to this day, at but like everything else seems to work. Yeah, at least it matches. There's some red there, and the purse. It's like there at least is a theme of red, but his hat should have been blue. Yeah, or, I agree. Or white. So I think for Caleb, I'm gonna go maybe like a three Bidoof out of five. I don't know. It's like hit and miss instead of hit or miss. If like the reason why I'm giving it yeah, that like like halfway just kind of it's not terrible, but it's not the best. It's the, it's anything above the neck up. It just bothers Could've me. Could have tried harder, Caleb. Serena, Could that's like a five Badoofs out of five. Like, they're maybe uh, a four and a half. I don't know. Are we going to get into half I, here? Because I, I think a four and a half is fair. I, I, think, I, I think I would still give it higher a four than a, a three. Because we're giving a three and a half. This is more of a four because it's the hair is very bright oh. and yellow. It's blonde. And it's not matching really with the kind of the dark tone of the outfit. Yeah. Now it's very dark, which I I expected more of a of a, a darker brown or even black hair. Here's the thing about X and Y. Here's the trick here. This was the first Pokemon game I believe which lets you change your character's clothes. 
So about Mm -hmm. two hours into the game, your character didn't look like this. There was even different hairstyles to choose or hair colors to choose from in the beginning. You can change everything from the hat to the bag, I think. Definitely the clothes, the eye color and Mm -hmm. everything. So these are like we're getting into where Pokemon characters like the player characters are just like um, mannequins now. And they can be changed every which way. So I will tell you for sure, my character, I, I chose the female character in X and Y, and, and it did not look like Serena. It looked uh, <laughs> much cooler, actually. And I think Serena looked pretty cool. So <laughs> that's a cool thing about Pokemon games nowadays is like in Sword and Shield, my character can wear a gold jumpsuit and um, Kanye stronger glasses. So Pokemon games, baby. <laughs> You know the glasses I'm talking about. I don't know the actual name. I know. Everyone... I forgot what they were called, but everyone had them. Yeah. And my character is wearing those and also a gold jumpsuit. So... And they've got Marnie hair. We'll get to Marnie in, like, 70 weeks on Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) She's a ways away. And I have a Nintendo Direct rumor here. Green Badoof was laughing at me earlier for not getting what the last line on the page being circled a thousand times for he's laughing at me and like i don't know i really don't know what was up with him today but today's nintendo direct rumor is well there's a rumor going around that there's a new Star Fox game coming out but it's a horizontal um scrolling shooter like an r type where you are shooting mm-hmm you know waves of ships that come along some of them you'll miss and then there's a big boss at the end we've played a few of these on the snes app and i've owned a few r type games but you know what i'm actually kind of surprised that they haven't done a star fox game like this yet i don't know star i mean star fox it's like i i feel like people talk about it then they talk about the 64 and the first one i guess is okay but if you really look at star fox they haven't really been on a roll lately all puns and maybe pun intended a barrel know. roll they're not really on a roll they've been on they haven't been on a barrel roll in a while now i've played star fox on the through the ds assault yeah pretty good kind of difficult star fox on the 3ds was a remake of 64 which i believe is a remake of the first one so they're kind of like stuck in this cycle of remaking things. They had one on the GameCube, yeah. Star Fox Assault, where like some of it was really cool ship sections where you would, you know, do normal Star Fox. And then there was on foot sections, which I wasn't really a big fan of. And like mm-hmm. Star Fox, the one on the Wii U, I've never played it. It didn't seem like it was all that great in terms of control or even gameplay or length. So... Uh, on top of like why haven't they done a game like in the r-type way with star fox yet but like what's up with the ip like when are we gonna get something new and you know groundbreaking maybe hire some of the devs from motive i believe who worked on star wars squadrons to give you some of that really good you know dogfighting gameplay i guess Scorchers has proved that the idea of a yeah like fighting and dog it's not really out of the picture. And that they was a budget title. Yeah, yeah, the execution is right. There's just they have they haven't executed. Yeah, it and w- and where squadrons is more of a simulation of flying a ship, you can easily take. It's like taking Gran Turismo and turning it into a kart racer. All you need is the DNA exactly. of driving. Just take out all the tweaking of parts or you know balance issues and just turn it into a like. Like, going from Gran Turismo to Mario Kart, the DNA of a race is still in there. Exactly. So, it's sort of that 
you know, this could be Star Foxes because what was the last one they drew? Was it zero, it was zero or what was it? It was it was zero. I don't think that did that. No, well, no. Right? So this, you know, this could be it. That this could be the thing that could bring it back, you know, to them. Yeah, and rumor was Hopefully. always that Retro was doing a Star Fox racing game, but I think somebody mm-hmm. should make this horizontal scrolling R type like Star Fox. And like when you get little ships that come to the side of you, maybe it could be like Slippy and Falco. Like also, but you you know what I'm saying? Like you get those power ups in those types of games. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it could work. It could definitely could work. Because oh, I mean, come on. They even they even tried the whole like Star Fox Adventure like a 3D platform. Yes, they had a 3D, and that was supposed to be a, a, a different game before they turned it into Star Fox, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, like back on the N64, I think it was developed for, and then they kind of turned it into this GameCube game. But like, do something with the. It's like Nintendo has these really classic characters that they haven't done something in a while with. You know, even Pikmin hasn't had a game in a long Rocky time. Rocky Rodent, come on now. Come on, Rocky, Rocky Rodent too. That's a Nintendo classic. And, up there with like the likes of Kirby. Ooh, we're gonna talk about Kirby in a second. But before we talk about Kirby, <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know what you could call this game? Well, we, what can we call this one? Our wing type. <laughs> Our wing type. Because you know his ships are called the R wing, and a game yeah. it's based off of is R type. So you could call it our wing type. Our wing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Come it works. On. I got the jokes. <laughs> Come on, you know what? I think my uncle works on Nintendo. I think I heard I heard him over say something about this. He said it was going to be the next direct, right? I think so. I think they're having one very soon. They're they're going to announce a lot of things as next oh, direct. I've seen I've seen rumors here and there and about something that could possibly get released at the next direct, and I am very excited. But. That is news for when the direct happens. So. Hey, we we don't we don't talk about rumors on here. Just Nintendo Direct rumors, hey. Exactly. All right. You know what else we talk about on here, Robert? We talk about Kirby, and I kind of set up my intro and kind of big discussion for Forgotten Land last week. So mm-hmm. in between last week's recording and this week's recording, I have officially gotten one hundred percent on the game. Um, the post game, nice. I found a little bit of challenge in like finding the souls for nothing. Nothing in this game was ever too challenging, except for what I'll get to in a second. Um, but I thought that the post game was a cool way of giving you a remix of all six worlds condensed down into one level each, and taking the highlights from all of them and making them into long but very satisfying levels to where all the fluff is cut out like your average level in forgotten land will have an easy section a section that might have some kind of puzzle or scavenger hunt for mm-hmm. waddledees and then it'll end and then you'd go through and you'd try to oh don't jump in the mud in this part or make sure you don't miss digging one of the holes to get the star pieces in this part or something like that so the replay value is in finding these missing waddledees but there's none of those challenges in the, the post-game levels. There's simply finding the soul of, of Leongar, who is the Beast King. And what I really enjoyed about it is that Elphalyn will tell you when you found all the pieces in the area. And if you come back to replay a level and you haven't found the pieces, he will remind you that there are still pieces in this part of the level that haven't been found yet. 
post game was was there really much to be expected from? I mean, I, it, I, it was least... a, it was a big post game. I, I will say it was more than I expected. Yeah, I, I think it's sort of less. And Mentelli's I, I still expect this to be a Kirby game, so it's sort of like a, a you're done, you're done. Like you finish the main sword, it's kind of done. We've kind of played our Kirby game, yeah. obviously. So I, I think this is definitely not that the game itself is not anticipated to have a, a lot of stuff afterwards, but it's just that it's Kirby. So Kirby's not really been used to having stuff like that. Yeah, I think between this one and Star Allies, which I'll actually talk about here in a couple minutes, um, post game was not only incredible maybe even better than the main game, but very lengthy too. Now, Kirby games always have a boss arena, and that's kind of where the one difficult mm-hmm. thing about Forgotten Land... what Some of the challenges of like beating a boss without getting hit in the main game were tough for me because I freak out with challenges like that. I, 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 get, <laughs> I get nervous in the middle of fighting a boss where I have to dodge every single attack, and then, of course, you have to start over if you get hit once. But there is three arenas there's a meta knight arena it's very easy there is an arena where you fight all of the main bosses it's not awful and then at the end there's an arena where you have to fight all the post-game bosses followed by a brand new final boss and i will tell you it's very tough but you can retry for like a hundred coins if you lose and you can use amiibo Five, I think, during a run to get some health items. So with mm-hmm. that and like one retry, I managed to pull it off. Like it's tough, but kind of manageable, especially with Kirby's like witch time dodge and everything. So final boss was like cool, the secret final boss, but like man, it was tough. I mean, one retry—that's not bad. It's not bad at all. I it was mean, either one or two, like, but I know that <laughs> it took a first few try, tries. Not bad. I think in order to beat the final boss, I I I made it down to the last hit because there are some mm-hmm. wild attacks that it uses it's zipping and zooming all around but if you have the ice power you don't have to dodge you'll just automatically not take damage so i mean i upgraded my ice power for that specifically then i just grinded out the last of the figurines to collect because the last two percent is like half the game of collecting the figurines um i had enough coins to get everything though um, and the last little city, Waddle D town missions where you have to like buy a certain amount of food from the chef Waddle D or stuff like that. And you get a nice little screen that says 100% congratulations. You get little gold Kirby <laughs> and Waddle D statues in the town or Elphalyn or whoever the other character was that got a gold statue. And it's just like, I really like that game. It's very cute and very fun. But that's not where my Kirby Odyssey ends. Oh, okay. I went back to classic Nintendo Switch game from four years ago, Kirby Star Allies. Oh, Star Allies, yeah. I love Star Allies, Mm -hmm. but man, I have been at 98% for four years. So what's the other, what's keeping you from 100? Nothing now, because I got it, baby. Well, what was it that that kept you from 100%? It was Kirby Star Allies version of the arena. Oh, okay. So in Kirby Star Allies, before I get to what the arena is, you, you can use amiibos to give you health items. Regular amiibos will give you a cherry. Those barely heal you. I don't have any Kirby series amiibos. Those would give you a maximum tomato, which would heal you fully. And you can use seven amiibos, which in the grand scheme of things might, if you're at a full health bar, it might heal your whole health bar. And 
well, if you're at not a full health bar, then yeah, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> because the arena in Star Allies has, I believe, eight levels. The first one is really mm-hmm. nice and breezy. And then the last one is Soul Melter, highlighted by Kirby's evil face. Um, and just pouring a whole bottle of hot sauce on, onto a plate of curry. And Soul Melter is 13, I believe, battles. All the bosses in the game, some mini-bosses, and you're fighting them all in succession with a few little mm-hmm. onions to heal you, not even full health, and it's just relentless. Some would say impossible. Until you grab Marks from Kirby Superstar and you spam his jump down B for 20 straight minutes to completely obliterate just about most of of the bosses in Soul Melter. Um, The only one that that doesn't work with is the Void Termina because you're on a vehicle in that fight. And so it, it turns into like, yes, I have to be good at dodging these laser blasts or, you know, waves. Mm-hmm. And then you fight Void Soul at the end. And after that, you've got 100%. But you don't have the game's greatest, most awesome, most perfect reward. Because they added a DLC mode, which I've not... I've I've beaten it, but not completed it. I've not gotten 100% in the DLC mm-hmm. mode. Um, where you fight new strong versions of all the bosses and even a new boss, and you go through like these really tough challenge-based levels where you're puzzle-solving and platforming all at the same time. But when you beat it, like I did, you unlock a difficulty higher than Soul Melter. It's like a weapon to surpass Metal Gear, except it's a weapon to surpass Soul Melter, and it's called Soul Melter EX. <laughs> For this one, you get a full health bar, and you get... A couple of full healing items. But it's like 15 bosses. All the brand new harder versions of all of the bosses. Including Morpho Knight EX. Including a final a final boss that's different. It's like the vehicle one. He's much harder. And then instead of Void Soul you fight Void. Which is like a, like a white alien Kirby thing. Like it goes full Kirby. on. It looks like Kirby. It makes Kirby's face. It's I mean, like it just pops up. It, it like turns into Pac Man at one point. Isn't isn't Kirby like an alien too? I think so. But this is like some kind of demonic space spawn or something. Okay. Um, Kirby. Let me tell you, I was crushed because the first time I went through, same strategy. Use Marx's down B. I got to mm-hmm. halfway through Void before I died. Used oh. all seven amiibos, couldn't get any health. But when I went in a second time, baby, I was at full health before before I entered the void fight. Had all seven of my amiibo cars ready to go. Oh, let me tell you, I still almost blew it. <laughs> oh, but I, but, <laughs> I did it. but I did I it. But I did it. I did it. And that's not even that's that's not even what I wanted. I like beating Soul Melter EX. Yeah, whatever. Not something I wanted to do. Except for the fact that when you mm-hmm. beat Soul Melter EX, you unlock the coolest thing I think I've ever unlocked in in a game. At least from Nintendo. You can play as the original Kirby. Like the original Kirby design from the old, old games Ooh. with the whiskers instead of the blush. And they went so all out with this that even the artwork on the menu screens 
for when you power up where he has his different hats on is that version of Kirby. Like, they t- replaced all the art with Ooh. it when you change it over. He's so cool and just... It's such a... I'm replaying the whole game now because I'm like, I earned this classic Kirby and I, I've, I've seen it for years and years now, but I've never quite been able to beat Soul Melter. So now that I have it, I'm like, I love Star Allies. The post game is amazing. There's a whole entire mode that's like, go through a condensed version of all the levels. You get to play as the enemies. There are like mm-hmm. 38 characters to play as in this game from like the, the sword enemy to like the blade enemy to Meta Knight or King DDD, you can play the game as these people. But now I got now that I got classic Kirby, it's like, who else do I need? He's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's true. But I want to think coolest unlockable. That's what I'm, I was. I was like, trying this- to think of other ones that I could compare it to, but this is such this is such a cool thing, and the amount of effort that they put into it is like uh, astounding. Like, all the artwork is changed to his classic face. It's like nothing was unchanged. I'm, like, very impressed with it. And There's a lot of cool things you've unlocked. I'm trying to really think there might be something better. I'll, I'll, I'll look through some stuff this week and see if there was anything, like, cooler than that. Because, like, most 100% awards is, like, a cool thing you get at the end that you'll look at once and say, oh, this is cool. But this is, like, I am fully on board with replaying the entire game. Now, it's a it's a reason for me to go mm. through to see the animations and everything, and it's just really cool. I really think they outdid themselves with with Star Allies, even though it gets a bad rep for being too easy. Um, try Soul Melter mm-hmm. or Soul Melter EX if you think it's too easy. Um, and I do hope that they add Classic Kirby to Forgotten Land, but maybe don't lock him behind a really difficult arena because that's all bosses are my least favorite part of any Kirby game. In most games, any game yeah. in general, there's a there's I a think, few yeah, where like I think they're a highlight, general. Metal Gear Rising and all that. But even in Elden Ring, it's still my least favorite part. And I was gonna talk about the open world problem on today's episode, but we'll we'll save it for for next time because mm-hmm. we have talked about a lot of stuff today. But Star Allies, I'm back on it. Like that's a game that's just timeless to me. There's something comforting about playing Star Allies. So, and there's definitely no shortage of content. Because all the characters play differently. Like, Robert, the move sets for the character... If you pause Star Allies, you'll get a move set for whatever ability you have equipped. Or whatever boss mm-hmm. enemy you're playing as. There's, like, four or five pages of moves for every single ability and boss character. I'm like, that's very impressive. <laughs> for something you probably won't be playing, you know, one single character for more than, like, an hour or so in the in the bonus mode. It's really impressive that they have, like, five pages of moves that you can do. You know what's something I'm surprised we didn't bring up at all? What? That Jason Momoa was going to play the main character in the Minecraft movie. I... What? I don't know this. So, yeah, Aquaman? Yeah, just, he's, he's... They casted him as the main character. Look it up. I'm not joking with you. I'm not pulling your leg here. When did that happen? That happened, like, today. Um, look it up. Look at Jason uh, Momoa and then, like, Minecraft movie. I'm not pulling your leg. This is... I'm not pulling your leg right now. I, I am seeing news articles for this right now. I'm surprised. I was like, I don't think that was something you would overlook. Well, it, it was, like, three hours ago. I was... <laughs> it was not <laughs> of three hours ago. So, uh... I mean, we can Hear me out. Hear that. me out. If Jason the Momoa Minecraft can play movie? as Minecraft character... Then Jason Momoa could voice Kirby in the Kirby movie. That's all See, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm surprised because we have no jokes for the Minecraft movie. 
Come on, come on, keep. What was it? Uh, that was a deep monsters. cut markers on the map reference to a really early episode. Oh, that was Minecraft. A Steve got early episode. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> hey, I'll tie it all. I'll tie it up nice with a bow here. Super Smash Minecraft, Minecraft, and Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Masahiro, uh, Masahiro Sakurai. Masahiro Sakurai created Kirby, Kirby, and we're done. Did we do an episode? <laughs> uh. Uh, other than that last bit of news, I just remember the last second. Yeah, that should pretty much wrap to this week. All right. So, anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow our Twitter at Markers on the Map. And we are currently on the road to the 100th episode here. So, uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our Podbean site. And yeah, we'll 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 be back next week with more awesome gaming news and uh, views. So for right now, I guess there's not much left to say, except, and I know you're all getting tired of me saying the same thing every week, but the real Professor Layton and the Miracle Mask was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Later.